I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Do you want to play a game? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. I'm your number one fan. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? We have such sights to show you. Everything you ever Welcome, folks, to episode 84 of the Morgue, an official Course Feed podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's going on, man? Oh, man. Howdy, Arturo. We are well into the spooky season, buddy. And, like, uh, now, surprisingly, spooky season's continuing because we, we got a trailer for the new... So, okay, so Resident Evil, right? Like, we've already had, like, seven movies in that the franchise. The Evil it, of the Residents! Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, okay. we've had a bunch of live-action one with uh, Mila Jovovich and uh, um, her husband uh, attached. I is, forgot what his name was. Yeah, is it W.S. Anderson yes. or yeah, Paul Anderson? Yeah, that's why like, I didn't say it for sounds like it's not Wes Anderson. Yeah, because there's it's W.S. W. Anderson. Anderson, and then there's like a Paul Thomas Anderson, and then like a, you know, it, yeah, PTA, Wes Anderson. The PTA is the one who did Magnolia and those artsy films, you know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, but uh, yeah, this certainly isn't very artsy, but no, nah, yeah. But so listen, we have a new reboot coming up. Yeah, uh, which, dude. Which I thought, I thought it was going to be like streaming or like, you know, coming out next year, but like it's. It's coming out in November. Dude, I honestly thought we were going to get, like, an animated reboot or something, you know? Like, some kind of show or some kind of, like, animated movie or something. I was like, okay, whatever. Because I remember you mentioned this. You're like, dude, like, here's uh, the trailer for Resident Evil. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like... Like, a live-action Resident Evil? You're like, yeah, it's coming in theater. I'm like, what? Like, when did this happen? Remember, we were so shocked to see, like, yeah. like, wait a minute. This is not just coming to home straight to, like, streaming or something. It was – it's, it's yeah. an actual live-action reboot of the yeah. franchise, honestly. And Exactly. Uh, dude, like – it looks not bad. <laughs> yeah, Resident Evil, welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, I mean, it's more faithful to the games. That's what the whole thing was supposed to be. You know, because, I don't know, I didn't have a problem with the, the other movies not being like like the games. You know what I mean? Because it's, but I don't mind this one either. It, it looks good. I, yeah. I, surprisingly, right? Like, Dude, uh, yes, like. I think also it had something to do with the way that uh, the trailer was edited. Uh, they used that uh, the song from the Four Non Blondes, "What's Up," right? Yeah. Um, uh, and they cut it very well. So maybe I was like, "Oh, this is cool because of the song." So we'll just see maybe how it all turns out. But the trailer was impressive enough for me to be like, "Yo, this looks." Good. I kind of I mean, want to see this shit. It could backfire on it, right? Like, oh, I mean, I, absolutely. The- because like like when you when you put it in perspective, this is the first thing we've seen from it, and it's coming out in theaters next yeah. month exclusively to theaters. Like you know what I mean? So yeah, I get so, what you're saying. Like it can be a trash fire, but to its credit, um, in terms of just the horror critiques and stuff, like it, I see a lot of practical stuff. Um, yeah, I see a lot of thing. different looking zombies. Right? I see right. a lot of d- a different kind of gory. Um, uh, 
uh, a body horror kind of visuals. So I'm kind of stoked because I'm like, I didn't see this in the first movie. The first movies were full of CG. I think the bulk of him was fucking like, dude, legit, right? Like uh, almost all of like the yeah, monsters was, were was, fucking CGI in, in those movies, man. It's pretty much like 85%, I think. Yeah. I, but I think that's also being a little bit low. Like, you know, I would like part of me wants to say like, yeah, it was all CG. It, but it was like, a lot. I'll give it. I'll give it some credit. It was you know a lot. I mean? um, this movie looks to be a little bit smaller in scale. Um, right. They're not dealing directly with the headquarters and the corporation itself, like it, like the actual corporation building and all those levels like the first one was. Uh, this one seems to be more of a of a town thing, which um, uh, looks to work in its favor because the scale gets a little bit more diminished in terms of their scope and the zoning of the story, per se. You know what I mean? Right. They can keep it within these boundaries and still kind of you know go all out so it looks kind of cool man i'm digging it i see some familiar faces in there uh the main actress looks really familiar i forget yeah, where I've seen her before you know and and that's the thing like it it could work it's it's a big gamble because like i said this is the first thing we've seen of it again i'm, it's I'm had really no surprised promo- it's coming yeah, it's, to theaters yeah it's had no promotional rollout and it's coming to theaters and in november when we get eternals on top of that you know yeah like it's it's the thanksgiving weekend drop so that's, like that's, like that's what i'm saying like it's a very like i don't know what what the plan is there i don't know what happened there, I don't know but, what the plan is, but, but the trailer already has me hooked. I'm yeah, kind of down mean, for it. There's uh, a good chance we'll see it. You know, like uh, I, we, I feel like Texas is not to. promising to anything, but I'm gonna go watch it. Um, yeah, like because because it really is because of the weekend it's coming out. Like that's what it is. Like if it wasn't Thanksgiving weekend, I'd be like. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. We, we watch it, right? Because of who we are, like, because of what show this is. But, like, you know. Uh, yeah, listen, yeah. I'm down for it. Again, I don't know how long it's going to be. Um, the budget doesn't look entirely big. So I think um, from what I've seen, it looks to have used its budget wisely. That's and what I'm saying. Like, it's. It's exclusively to theaters. That's what's blowing my mind. That's wild, right? What uh, studio is behind it? I totally forgot to look in the trailer. It would have to be Sony, right? Like, it would have to be Sony. Oh, yeah, you're right, because it's uh, it's one of their properties from PlayStation. Yeah, Resident Evil. Yeah. Dude, you know what, though? Speaking of Resident Evil, like, I don't play the game because I get really scared playing these games. Yeah, (laughs) So, like, I like... I enjoy watching people play it, but mm-hmm. this um, this most recent one with this tall vampire lady and the horror one, that one right. looked absolutely fucking killer, dude. I'm curious why we don't get more of the direct stories from the games because, like, you can make them one-shots, you know what I mean? You don't have to have this whole entire universe. Well, maybe maybe that's know? what this one is. Who knows, right? Be- like, because, I- like, like the settings are so different in, like, pretty much all the games. Like, I, you know what, though? Like, I just really wish we really got a faithful adaptation of the very first video game. You know, that, the, the, the original one. I think that's what this one's supposed to be. Like, it's supposed to be an adaptation of, like, one of the either part one because or part the ori- two. Remember, part one was all in the house, though. Yeah, it was a haunted house. This is like this is the city from like part two. I think like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, because I saw an image that looks exactly like the actual video game cover, and I I was like, um, it it was like the silhouette of that 
of, of that uh, cop dude in the fire and shit. I'm like, yo, that looks like the fucking cover. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's what this one's supposed to be. It's like either Resident Evil Two or like it, it, they because it's Claire is, too. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a very deliberate like video game adaptation. So maybe we'll see what this one like. This one could be it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, folks, um, that's exciting, right? Just an out of the blue fucking trailer, out of the blue movie coming to theaters. Um, again, I hope it's good. But um, all right. So, folks, um, we have an awesome double feature presentation for you guys today. And believe it or not, none of it was from the theaters, man. Um, yeah. Both yeah. were from fucking Netflix. Um, we'll start out with this uh, crazy phenomena. All right. Of the yeah, Squid right, Game. They're the they're the hot things of the month, you know, because usually when we when we take on like these big like oh this is a big thing on Netflix, you know, we get what have we done before? We've done like the platform, we've done like um, Fear Street, right? We've done Fear Street, and like sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't because you know when you get the hype from people on like on social media going oh you gotta check out this show on Netflix, you gotta check out this one thing on Netflix. It's usually like you know. It's a big toss-up as to how these things turn out, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, big time. But I'm glad we we. I'm lucky to say we have two quality ones we're going to speak about tonight. Um, and um, I hope you guys have seen it. Um, just uh, as Tax would like to say, full spoilers. Yeah, right? we're going. We're going full spoilers <laughs> off the bat. It's the only way to really speak about these shows. But uh, the first up on on deck is um, the Squid Game. Is it the Squid it's, Game or Squid it's Game? Just, it's just Squid Game. Squid yes. Game, right? Yeah, I've dude. seen, I've seen the Squid Game. I've seen Squid Games. I've seen like Squid all games. sorts. Of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's the way. It's word of mouth. Like it's <laughs> yeah. just getting passed on. So, however, it's getting so passed speaking on, of word know? of mouth, before we get into the actual story, we were talking off air, and we decided to leave this conversation for now. How this show just kind of blew up out of nowhere, yes. and on top yes. of that, it being a Korean language show, um, a full Korean like. A production like to the point that like some characters uh from that i've seen from train to busan show up and everything yes. you know so you got some quality like it's a quality top-notch fucking production to the point where it can resemble a, a movie like train to busan to be honest with you like for some reason the visual like the camera work and all that stuff er- everything looked kind of similar yeah no, right? there's there's well there's just a lot of money put into it yeah like, yeah absolutely and that's that's the thing with like that's why like Korean dramas are are huge. Like they have they have like a huge audience here in the United States. Yeah, too, they really do. Know? Yep, it's true. But like it's rare to see one take off with so many people, like in such like this big way. But usually when you look at when you look at pretty much any of them, even like the the more whack ones, like they usually have a good production behind it. Like there's usually like either either it'll look good or like it'll sound good like good sound production like there's always like there's always an effort to like putting these things together even for like the you know the B shows the the ones like you know, there's no like there's no throwaways like that's one thing you can say and yeah like yeah absolutely like they went all out in terms of um uh visuals in terms of like the gore uh yeah. everything like a lot of it looks practical they have a lot of good practical stuff in that show to just the actual scenery and the settings like yes. of the games yeah. and the look of the rooms and this crazy like you know what what it reminded me of um it reminded me of that movie with with robin williams uh the toy or something like that, um, oh, where he yeah. worked for the, he worked he was this toy company guy and he had this wacky right. thing with Joan Cusack and shit. You remember yeah. um, that crazy looking wild movie? Um, 
it, it reminds me a lot of the setting of the inside of this crazy game structure that we really even don't get a good peek at, which is pretty awesome. Like we just know it's on like everything takes place on this island, but we that we never see a building, we never see a structure. Like we just see just the games itself and the inside of these rooms, and just everything was thought of really well, man. Um, again, uh, skipping to the end, we'll talk about this a little more because th they do leave like a cliffhanger at the end of the show for like um for a season two. Like I don't know if that's totally necessary, yeah, like, you know. Uh, but but we'll talk about that more like down the line as we get to the end of the of the show critique but off the bat like my first impression of the show i was like oh speaking to the popularity of it like i'm just maybe because of the a the name of the show it sounds interesting as fuck right right um and also the visual um of the guards and the shapes and stuff kind of probably brought a lot of people in just like that other show i think it's uh called like um money heist or something like that where i had those masks like with like the yeah. Victorian looking mask and shit like yeah, that. So I still haven't. I still haven't seen no, that. Yeah, one, like, no, yeah, no, no. Apparently, it's big. No, in yeah. Netflix. I'm good off that though. But um, it's. I guess they did a good job of designing the look as well for, for right. this movie, and that all ties in to just everything. Was like I enjoyed the show thoroughly. Um, the characters, the good guys, the bad guys, the story, the games, the ultimate kind of people behind the games as well. I really dug it. Um, and, and the episodes were legit hour long episodes. Um, but for some reason, they kind of just flew by, man. Like I was right. totally in it. The pacing I thought was, was, um, well done. Um, if, you didn't like the pilot, then you were probably all off of this thing, right? But like, if like me personally, I enjoyed the pilot, so I wanted to see more of the show and this world and learn more about these people that are involved in this game. So that's what really dug me in there. And then like that, the hours flew by. I was like, "Fuck!" I yeah, just saw like, four episodes, and holy shit. Yeah, like if you're if you're not into Korean shows, or like if you don't want to give them a chance because of subtitles, or if you're like watching the dub and you're like, "Oh, I don't like this," then you definitely jumped off. But like, you, you really missed out on it because, like, like Arturo was saying, like, uh, it's got a really good pilot episode, and then the second episode slows things down to like focus on the characters who are actually involved in this thing mm -hmm. and that's when you that's when you really get invested that's what yes. like One it's the, it's the second episode it's the second episode where you see like these people are all brought in to like play this game because mm -hmm. they're all like they're they're all struggling money wise yeah like that and just uh, just to that quick side note, I have to correct myself because after watching the first episode and I gave my reaction, I think last week or at some point in the week before, whatever it was, um, I said they're a bunch of like just degenerates kind of like, yeah, no, you know, but down their luck. But like, that's the thing. They, like everyone's a scumbag. But then like, yes, I now you find out like, like, holy shit, like not everyone is legit like. You know, a fucking degenerate or, scumbag you know, kind of thing. Or if they, or if they are a scumbag, it's because they have to be. Like they're, it's yeah. one of those things where it's like when when the only choices you have are bad ones. Yes, like it's like, just like what what can you do, right? Yes, exactly. So that's the thing with this show. Like it's like you said it perfectly. Text episode two is where you really kind of invest yourself in these characters they really do a good job of kind of giving you a lot of a personification in the little time because like they fit these um uh, moments of development and characterization into these conversations pretty much in between the games and in between right. all this fucking fucking tomfoolery and killing going on pretty much right and yeah. and that kind of 
uh, that gives us a lot of information about these characters and where they're from and how they are. And also, I, big ups to the fucking actors, though, because it takes yeah. good actors to unfold these characters, too, because you can lay it on the line like here, like this is your character. Right. But then like you're like, OK, so a lot of these characters are just kind of plain. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, because like, that's, that's Death Games in general. Yes. Like, Death Games have a real hard time of characterizing people outside of the main character. Exactly. They, they have they have a really tough time of getting you to like someone other than the main character. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you you know everybody else is going to die at some point. Yes. But, like, the, the beauty of this show is that because everyone's in there for basically the same circumstances, you know, yeah, some of them are a bit more assholey than others, of course. You know, oh, you get of course. The, you get the actual villains of this, but at the end of the day, they're all still, like, very poor people, like, like who are basically, like, being taunted by this upper class, and that's the kind of stuff where it's, like, you can really, like... Yes. It... it what really hits home is that they all decide to play this thing because there's it's either die at this chance of like having a better life or struggle like it's that's better yes. than living the hard life in the outside. Exactly. Which, it's better than is, going back to your old life where we're still struggling, where yeah. we're still begging, where we're stealing, where we're still doing illegal shit to kind of get by because that's the way the system works. Yeah. Um, or do we stay here, take the chance of dying, but like if we come out of it, we'll be able to kind of clean everything up in our lives. So yeah. a, a lot of these people pretty much, it, it was either the, the extreme opposites for them it was like yo go back to this life where you know i owe this money to these loan sharks or i owe this money to this bank i can lose everything i can lose my business my mom can lose her business everything you know everything lose fucking everything or lose everything in this game to try and yeah. gain everything and you that's know? you know and then going back to what you're saying like that's really sold by the people acting in this yes thing. like it's sold by the cast itself and that's it, it's pretty much from the top down I don't think it's like a language barrier thing either, because you can tell when even like even when someone doesn't speak your language, you can tell when a performance is inhibiting. Yeah, dude, even even fucking Ali. Yeah, Ali like Ali is an Indian actor, an Indian character, um, and he was speaking Korean in the movie. Yes, because like like they were communicating like, and I'm like, this is kind of dope, right? So, and then it's just the acting, like it's like you were just saying, like it's not a language barrier thing. It's like you know when the acting is good, you know? Yeah, like it's uh, like it all comes together perfectly with Gihun. You know, we're probably gonna butcher these names. Apologies. Jeez, you know, yes, but, big uh, time. That's unfortunately, but um, so that guy, he, you know, it ties into all what we were saying. Where it's like in the beginning, they all seem like scumbags. Such a degenerate like, at first, especially with yes, this kid and everything. Yeah, he's he's the fucking worst. Like that first episode, you're like, oh man, this guy's oh such with a the horse racing shit. You know what? Like it kind of reminds me of like the fucking. Of Adam Sandler's scumbag character and fucking um in that Jules movie, whatever oh, it is. Uncut gems. Yeah, where uncut it's just gems. Like you, you don't you don't know you can't stop. And that's yeah, the thing, like I'm like you're such a piece of shit. Why should I keep watching this right now? Right, and yeah. then shit get shit gets interesting. People, you see, like the story probably knows that yo people are not gonna like these characters, so we have to start these games kind of quickly so we can you know get these people hooked in. You know what I mean? And hey, that's kind of hey. what happens, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, he's such a scumbag, but then you get these little bits of, like, oh, he's not so bad, you know, when he's, like, feeding the cat and, like... Yeah. And, and yeah, in his own scumbag way, he is trying... <laughs> he is trying with his daughter, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's trying in his own scumbag way. You know? Even at the end, though, because, like, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll get into that, but, like, um... But, yeah, then you get the games themselves, yes. and then you realize it's all a death game, and it's all, like, it's, it's all very well done like um the like you said going back to the design of everything it's so smart and like these track suits are cool like everything everything just looks good like the big fucking big piggy bank at the beginning oh yeah like, that's you know dope what I mean? but like, you know what's the checks uh, what you missed too uh- Oh, what you forgot to mention is that first initial game. Like, that's oh, honestly yeah, what the, got me. The hooked. recruiting. Yeah, yes, the recruiting, the recruiting guy. Featured, the guy from Train to fe- Busan, right? Featuring the dad from Train to Busan. Yes, who's dude. like, who's like, right away seems like, uh, it, that's actually, that's like pinpoint casting, too. It's one of those things where it's like, they definitely went to that guy specifically for that kind of thing. It's, 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 fucking smart i'm like yo yeah, this guy looks he, familiar this guy's a fucking a handsome fellow just coming in like where yeah, have i seen this guy he's, he's so like it's so intriguing right from the jump right because it's like you have these people recruiting like these like like scumbags like yihoon right yes and then, and then you have like this super attractive trained to busan guy you have a movie star like appealing to him and it's like oh okay and and the game is like it's a kids game. He's like, oh, you know, I'll slap you if you lose or whatever. But then yeah, you get, like, like so, however much. Yeah, so like that's what got me hooked. It was the the first initial kind of introduction to the Squid Game, right? So yes, um, it, it was pretty much hey, listen, I had this game. So the game was pretty much like um a piece of paper thing, right? Um, the a red paper, blue paper, a little hard piece of paper, and you have to hit one and turn it upside down, right? Pretty much that's the gist of it. But he was saying if you can turn it upside down, I'll give you a hundred thousand of that currency, right? Right, right. So um uh he was like okay, let's do it because that's what after he lost all that fucking money, right? So he was like let's do it. So then the guy lost, right? he's like okay so if i uh, win then i get that if i lose then you get this right so the guy didn't have the money so the slap happened he was like all right so i'll yeah, slap he's you he's like if i win i'll slap you i'll you slap know, you and, so that's when then, you understand the the kind of core character a lot of these people are that they have to resort to this you know in order yeah, to kind of it's you so know, demeaning right yes, off the bat exactly and, like, and, and like you're saying, like, we find out that everyone played this game, you know, for the same reason. Like, and that's how people get recruited to this thing in the first place. And then um, out of... Which four, is pretty cool, honestly, if you think about it. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's like a fight club a, kind of thing, you know? Yeah, and that's a... Like, it's super fun. And that's the thing, like, we, we talk about death games a lot on the show. But, like, as, as someone like me, who's, like, spent a lot of time thinking about how they operate and the rules and, like, and, and whether or not they're successful... What are the rules? What? Oh yeah, what are the rules? <laughs> but like they um in this one there's a lot of care paid into how these games work, you know, mm. and there's a lot of care paid into how, you know, how people find out about the game, how like what you actually win, and there actually is a win. Like there actually is like a prize. Yeah. And, you know, and there is like, you know, despite all the stuff going outside of it, you know, Gihoon eventually does win. But like the games themselves are also interesting too, because they're like kids' games. Yeah. And you know, I think exactly. that's part of the appeal too, right? Yeah. Like- exactly. So it's not 
your traditional death game, which pretty much is a death for everything. Um, there are some that do have an eventual winner, but with, you know, obviously a lot of sacrifices and stuff like that. Um, but this one in particular was everyone either agreed to it or um, they were unaware they had agreed to it. Right. You know what I mean, um, uh, for instance, our main character, he had signed some kind of document when the loan shark uh, came looking for him. And it, it, it so happened to be this the document to give up his himself for this game. So that was one thing that this thing had a little differently that um, all these people were voluntarily kind of there at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Um, A lot of times in death games, like people are kidnapped and just fucking put in there. But a lot of these people were like, oh, I'm here because of this. That explains that. So then what was awesome too was, as you explained, the rules of everything, right? How they're like, okay, cool. So now you're in this environment. You know why you're here, right? So, but you have the choice to play. You can always vote, and the majority vote always wins. So, right, yeah, and that that rule does stick around, which is yeah, great. big time. And which is we awesome. actually do, yeah, and the fact that we actually do get to see it used, and then in the second episode, you're know, like, oh, okay, and it just it all of that adds a little more to it because, like, you can have like these kids games leading a death, but like, I don't think the the hook wouldn't have been as there as much if if they weren't like if we didn't have that. T- time to slow down and see that they're all in this voluntarily yeah i mean it's like i agree 100 with you man yeah you you get more emotionally invested when you're like man like shit's really fucked up for you out there so it's like it's either then you're like oh man i really do want you to win this but at the same time it's like uh, you do know that only one person's going to win and it's probably going to be the main character but like even still man you still get attached to a lot of these yeah dude you're still you're still on that journey i mean episode seven infamous uh, with the marvel game right Episode six was the Marvel game. Was it six? Yeah, I, so six. I specifically remember because one of my big things was like, man, you had the best episode followed by the worst episode. You know, because I I hated episode seven because then you get the like you get the 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 Americans, the English speakers, and like and then it gets really like sexual. Oh yeah, because like, there's really, all like yeah, because there's what like nine episodes right in the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's episode. Yeah, because seven is the bridge game, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so, yeah. That's a super, like, that's a brutal game, Dude, the bridge game was awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Again, okay, so all these games go back to, like, um, a kid's game. So, the bridge game, I guess it was some sort of uh, game they played in Korea, but it's like a... Some kind of version of, like, a crazy version of Hopscotch um, in some kind of form. But, yeah, dude, it's like... I'm just thinking right now and just uh, just remembering all the games and just how well everything was designed and also how well you can see everything, too. You know, like, right. the production was so that they wanted you to see the entire field of play all the time, most right. of the time. Whether it was, uh, you know, in Red Light, Green Light, where it was just a, a massive open field and you saw right. everybody getting picked off, which was crazy. You see, like, that alone, like, that, if you weren't hooked by that, you know, like... Yeah, if you're not hooked by red light green light if, you're not, if you weren't like hooked by red light green light yeah. then this was this was definitely not for you because that was it was brilliant because everybody was like oh i know how to play this game right and then they're like okay so let's play this game and then the fucking doll turns around with the motion sensors it was it was so good everything about the games was good and then obviously you know like you had like uh the like a sub story where the where they were doing the yeah, organ shit i which i think that's I think Which, it's why I'm like... I don't know why that was there. I guess it was there more t- in play so they can show the fairness of the games. 
you know because yeah, because i do like i do like the idea of the front man being like you know you know these games are supposed to be fair but then like like if you really start digging into the these things might be fair then the twist at the end kind of ruins everything you know what i mean like because like oh Ilnam, like yeah, uh, he turns out to be like the game master. And if you start to like the freaking Gigenboo, right? Yeah, yeah. If you start to think about oh, these things are supposed to be fair, then he had he was he was at no risk of real death. You know what I mean? Like because they clearly didn't yeah. kill him. So that was then one I'm thing. Like, yes. Um. Okay. Yeah, just so back to that. Re- yeah, yeah. Just, I'm sorry. Before you continue, let's just backtrack to that before I forget to talk about that. That, I didn't like that. I Yeah. I didn't like that. Like, I got it and I understood the, you know, the little twist, but I was kind of invested in the relationship between those two characters. And yeah, when, man, and when, marble, dude, like, when ugh, he, that, yo, dude, when he that, told him like, oh, but is it fair th- that you're tricking me, you know, yeah, to take my marble? Like, I was like, oh my God, the entire time he knew. Yeah, because he was like, oh, the entire time he was just fucking with him. You know dude, what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. dude, that relationship and the fact that like, you know, I'm telling you, episode six was like no, the best six one. Is is the best one because, because everyone like, thinks they're pairing up to be like you know a good team, but then they're pairing up to play against each other, and that's when everyone realized, holy shit, we made a fucking mistake picking each other. God, yeah, yeah. But then, like, okay, so back to my point was that like that relationship that was such a heartbreaking thing that happened, and then for him to show up again at the end kind of killed a little bit of that of that moment for me to be honest you know yeah i agree um yeah yeah i agree because like it does it does flesh out some of the like uh some of the stuff before like you know when he's like uh you when they're oh yeah the brutal i forgot to mention the brutal scene of them all killing each other like that was like part of the the actual game they like turn on the strobe effect and everyone's just like oh when they hunger them out right but yeah. They give them the eggs, right? The yeah, fucking hard-boiled they, egg shit. Oh man. Yeah. So when they they get so angry that they start killing each other, but like when he's like, "Yo, stop! We're all you're all killing each other. I'm scared and all that shit." Then they're like, "Okay, let's cut it off." And then so that makes more sense because then it seemed like, "Oh, that's just when they decided to cut it off." But now it's like, "Oh, that was his signal to fucking cut off the fucking thing." You know what I mean? But like, that's, that's true. Just, that's a and good that's, point. That's also going to what your point of like that reveal does. It helps us get a game master, but that's also, like, we also didn't need one, you know? Like, the game master was, like, kind of the least interesting part of this whole thing. Yeah, I, yeah, honestly, yeah. It's just, just, like, rich assholes, and, like, that's that's fine. Exactly, when you see that these other people in mass show up, these Americans or whatever, these rich guys seeing who wins, like, the mystique of the whole thing gets a little bit tarnished. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I didn't need all that information. We had all we needed, which was like, oh, this is the game. This is how you play. This is what you win. That's it. That's all we right. needed. Because everything Agreed. else was there for you in terms of all the – because you had so many characters to work with, you didn't need all that fluff, honestly. You didn't. Um, but be- because you didn't even need it. I mean – because there was the story of the cop on the island, you know, like pretty much undercover. Um, but you didn't need all the extravagance in order for him to still go through his, you know, you know, his own 
a trajectory and his path that, you know, eventually led to his demise. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, I didn't like the whole whole rich, yeah. uh, American rich thing. I was like, yeah, yeah. Ah, it's so, I, th- that's so hostile of you. You know that's what I mean? Why, like, that's why, like, going back to potential season twos and potential, like, oh, where yeah. can this go from here? The lore of the actual Squid Game world is not something I'm interested in. Like, I, like, it ends with the idea of, like, Gihoon, like, taking on all these things by himself, you know, instead of, like, living his life with his daughter and getting on the plane. That's what I'm saying, that, dude, you just dyed your hair fucking, like, like, fire red, fire engine red, right? Like, drastic change, you have all this money, you made good with your promise from, uh, what's her name? after a year of being in shock, which is, like... Yeah, because he came home, his mom was fucking dead. He, yeah, after you know? all that shit, he finds out his mom died while he was away. Yeah, he like, was like, yeah. "Mom, I want all this money." Pretty much, he kind of did it for her in terms of giving her a better life. Because you know, he he lived, he mooched off his mom his entire life. Right, you right. Know? Um, so, uh, so then to come home and her dead on the floor, fucked him up to the point where he never took out money besides that first hundred thousand or something he took out at the beginning to even see if that card even worked. So, like, it was funny how the band called him. It's like, hey, listen, uh... Yeah, you're, not, you're not spending your money. You know, hey. this uh, account's not even, <laughs> like, uh, getting interest or anything. You're not spending your money. He has, like, what is it, like, 45 million or billion? I don't know what the fuck yeah, it was. So I uh, I looked it up along with, like, tons of other people. Apparently. Oh, awesome. How much was it in American dollars, please? It's 38 million. Fuck. Yeah, it Dude, doesn't... It yeah. doesn't sound like a lot compared to, like, four, like, four, 45 billion won. Billion, but, yeah. But, like, but, at the same time, 38 million's, like... 38 million is fucking... Dude, listen. That's something I would I would probably play. Like, 38 million's make, a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't make it past Red Light, Green Light. I wouldn't like, make... I, I think I, have, I would try. Dude, you know, I'd be I, so bad at Red Light, Green Light. I get... I think I'd have to, like, just... No, because it's timed. So you can't really dude, crawl no, all the way there, yeah. you know? <laughs> I... I've, I've thought about this a lot since watching this show. I'm like, where, I'm like, how far, like, where would I actually make it? And no, I would not make it. Honestly, past that like, I wouldn't make it past the dude on the train. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I would have lost. Oh, I would have yes. lost and gotten slapped and be like, um, this sucks. You I'm good what? off yeah, this. I'm like, this, yeah, I'm like you can keep I'm, your slap, bro. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, you um, know what? Yeah, like... But I, even... Maybe the slap game would have gone a little further if, if, if I actually won and got some money and then just gone away. But thanks for the money. But even yeah, then... No, like, I would... Like, th- that one slap... I don't like to get hit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm good off that, you know? I'm good, you know? Yeah, so, like, that 30 slap... Is, 38 mil is a lot, but, like... 38 mil is a lot, but just, like, you know, Stranger Danger kind of thing here in New York City, I think, so... <laughs> I think I would what, what go talk for the... Like in this same situation, I would go for it, but I would not make it past red light, green light. I would not. Like, yeah, I, like, yeah, exactly. I, if if I were in one of their shoes, right, and then yeah. decided to like fuck it, you know, I, I got nothing else to lose, I would still have lost in the first round. Yeah, done. I'd be gone. I'd be dunner. I'd be done. 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 Yeah, because like I would have all these like people hiding behind me and using me as like a human <laughs> shield. Yeah, because that's one of the yeah, strategies. Like, oh my god, I, they figured something out that I don't know about. Uh, just, yeah, yeah, I'd, like I. I'd be fucking done, dude. I wouldn't make it. But, like, um, <laughs> she didn't make it. She but, no, like, it. but, yeah, the, you know, the creator, like, he's gone on record, like, um, it took him, like, a decade to even get the show off the ground, you know, after getting, like, fucking denied so many times. And, but then, like, when asked about a season two, he's like, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but, like, he hasn't even really thought of, like, a season two. 
and Dude, he's it, like, it, it, I, it, he, he's like, he, I would yeah. have to get a team of writers and directors in order to do that because he did this whole thing by himself. Like he did that's write awesome. and direct this whole thing, which is that, great, and that's, that's awesome. That's also why it's so tight. You know, that's also why you know, yeah, because it's we'll one get vision. Into the, yeah, yeah, we'll get into this next show, which is mm-hmm. also the the same vision shit. But like, that's why this is so tight, and like, a season two would not land for many of the same reasons, right? Like, it, it's just like you can't catch lightning in a bottle twice you know and also a season two would have to explore like expand more of the lore stuff which yeah does it honestly work, right? honestly i'm glad you told me that the creator feels that way because he feels also like yo this was a lot dude like to make part- yeah. it's like another season Are you kidding me like yeah, no. he's like, I just barely made this one. Yeah, like, like I heard uh, the story where he was like homeless and he was totally broke. He even sold the laptop where the 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 files were on and shit. And you know what? It makes a lot of sense because like you could like you could feel for these like you could feel for that economic struggle. And it's like it, that could only come for someone who's actually who knows it. Actually. Yeah, someone yeah. who fucking knows it. And I, I'm glad he's aware of uh, just. I'm glad he is able to enjoy the fruits of his labor. I'm right. glad he's aware of how much work it took to even, you know, do it and that he wants to kind of chill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't see a need for a second one. There's no need for it. Yeah. Honestly, there's honestly, no, there's yes. none. Like, like, we just like, like, I don't, like, what, you can maybe expand on the cop's brother, how he got to be the, you know, the front man maybe. Because that's, like, I think the other interesting thing. Like, yeah, um, because like a cop maybe, went looking for his brother the entire time. He was the fucking front man the Yeah, the like, time. maybe maybe an anthology of, like, showing other games. Yeah, but other than know? that, like, uh, I'm good, you know? Like, I understood there's, you know, these games that have been going on for a while and all this shit or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but like, okay, I, I, I got the gist of that by your, you know, your record room or whatever. Again, like, I think it's better as a one and done. Yeah. Like, it'll age better that way honestly too because it's solid all around and if you leave it like that everyone will just wonder oh my god what, what could have happened what could have happened just leave it like that fuck it leave i agree it like that like I if agree. people want to make like money off of your like initial concept fine just let them you know you know you know do, pay you f- do, for some rights and l- 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 let them do like animes and fucking yeah, other like, offshoots you know you know we're getting an american version soon with like american games oh and, like, my god which, it's gonna be uh, eli roth doing squid game right yeah, like it's Fuck so that. like you can already feel the diminishing returns right like, <laughs> <laughs> like and like you know just just be happy we got this one that was so solid and like let's let's all move on to the next flavor of the month right like i yeah just like we're doing right now and we're yeah. moving on <laughs> to the next flavor um another solid singular vision um and this time from a known you know a commodity from netflix um uh mike flanagan uh who has yep. brought us uh uh the Hill House story before Bly Manor story. He's done Gerald's Game for Netflix. He um his first movie Hush um is was exclusively on Netflix for the longest time. Um and now he brings us uh this very fucking awesome story that apparently has been he's had for the longest time. Um it's called it Midnight Mass. Like it. Yeah, it, it, like it, it does feel like it, right? Um uh Midnight Mass, dude. Mike Flanagan's new show on Netflix. We've spoken in the in the past before of how I feel about his shows. They're good, but I prefer his movies even better. Just because his shows get to be a little bit kind of boring, to be honest with you. Too yeah. character, too gothy, yeah. too romance. 
you know um now that we're far away far enough away from it right i feel like we can go listen to that uh, go listen to the blind matter episode to get our thoughts like in the moment you know yeah we watched it but like yeah you're right arturo yeah like blind matter was a good story for what it was worth but it wasn't um it wasn't exactly what i was looking for from flanagan but midnight mass folks Midnight Mass is exactly what I was <laughs> yeah. looking for from Mike Flanagan. Yeah. Exactly. He was like, yo, he heard Arturo fucking talking mad <laughs> shit. And he was like, yo, I can't have that. I cannot have this dude talking shit right now. I got to shut yeah. him up. And he fucking shut me up shut. He fucking, he buried me, son. Yeah, he, I was, he was like, you're done. Yeah, he, done. he's like, you finish him. <laughs> fucking, like, dusty. Done. Yo, like, he burnt me like the fucking town. All right? Yeah, it's... It's such a good thing that, like, it makes everything worse in retrospect, you know? Because it's like, you're like, this project is so good, you had to go back and look at Blind Manor and be like, this just wasn't it. Yes. You had to now, go back and look at yes. Hill House and be like, this definitely wasn't it. You yes. Know what I mean? And now you understand why. <laughs> he was holding the good stuff for his own story, his own original story. Because remember, Blind Manor, um, Hill House, Gerald's Game, uh, Doctor Sleep, um, uh, Ouija 2. Um, yeah, he's done. Uh, all, those about were that other people's stories, yeah. other people's concepts. So you know what I mean? Adaptations, dude. Um, like. But he he made his bones on those adaptations to the point where he's like, "Yo, Netflix was like, yo, you were good to us. You gave us what we needed. Everyone loved it. Everyone watched the shows. You can do what you want with this one." And he and he was like, "Yes, let's fucking go. Let's fucking get it." And he, dude, he gave us everything. He gave us horror. He gave us fucking perfect characterization. He gave us like like perfect setting like just this perfect story and it's all like wrapped up in a neat little package kind of thing you know like he definitely thought about every little aspect of this story and you can tell this has been with him for a long time they even uh, mentioned that like in 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 several um of his movies in gerald's game and in hush you see aspects of the mass script or book you know in those movies which is fucking awesome if you think and if you think about it if it wasn't Hush, Hush was the first yeah. one he Hush, ever released. That was that was the novel that she had written. Apparently. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was, yeah. Like, no, that's, remember, even, that's like, even more the awesome. Neighbor, to know. The neighbor was like holding the novel and being like, "Oh yeah, your your late your latest book was like super good." That's or even more awesome. And, and that was Midnight Mass. So like, that's so good. He's that's clearly, so good. yeah, like he's clearly had this in the back of his mind for like a long time. Yeah, and, um, and you yeah, can tell, exactly. right? And, you and can tell. Which also brings up the point of of Malignant. Once again, we bring up Malignant again. <laughs> we tend to bring up shitty movies in this podcast I, I over and over like again. Every week we're gonna trash but, Malignant um, till, yeah, till like we're done with it. it. Yeah. yeah, it was like we trashed old and we trashed uh, the fucking uh, Three from Hell. Yep. And, um, but yeah, which got a lot of fucking plays. Everyone loved the thrashing with Three from Hell. Was yeah, great. everyone Thank loves you for that. Three from Hell. Episode. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, that was knows. a good, passionate rant about fucking how how terrible it was. But yeah, back to some greatness. This movie, um, like he thought about it for a long time. Malignant was one of James Wan's first kind of creations. According to him, that was his baby. That was the thing he wanted to do. But like what you can see has happened throughout the years is that Mike Flanagan has learned from his mistakes. He's learned from his experience, and you can tell he has tweaked this thing to the point where it was ready for him to make. Malignant, on the other hand, James Wan totally, like, didn't fucking touch it. 
because he was too busy doing everything else. Like, and and it shows yeah. just the quality of stuff. Because if you if you're saying this was your passion project and everything, wouldn't you want to make sure it's fucking good? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, like you wouldn't think like such a simple question would like hit so hard. But yeah, you're right, Arthur. Like, wouldn't you go back and like tweak it instead of like having people try and defend it and be like, oh yeah, it was Giallo film, or you don't have to do that with Midnight no, Mass. You like, don't have to do that. I don't, it's I don't it's all like there I'm, for you. Yeah, I, I like, don't have to explain anything. I don't have to like try and 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 typecast anything. I don't have to try and just like like stereotype a horror trope or anything. You know what I mean? Like 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 none of that. It's all right in front of you, and it's all the kind of there. It's either you liked it or you didn't. And there's no other way to kind of try and be like, oh, but it was like this. It was like that. No, this is a straight up Mike Flanagan story. Um, yeah. I've never seen anything like this before. Uh, I don't think we'll see anything like this after. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, totally like. I mean, especially because like Netflix already announced like he's doing two more adaptations after this. Yeah. He, he's doing like a post story and like some Listen, other novel. I'll take it, baby. I'll take uh, it. Yeah, because if, if it, it means, means- <laughs> if it means every third show he, he does for for Netflix is like this, I'll fucking take it. I'll take I, it. I would you know like I mean? to see a movie again. From yes, one hundred percent agree with that, though. Um, yeah. I, I would definitely like a um, a smaller form vehicle from him, like a good like two. I'll give you a nice two hour movie, man. Yeah, I'll give him two hours yeah. because like that's the thing. Like Flanagan, uh, like Doctor Sleep was an adaptation, but even then, like the true vision of that was three hours. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and yeah. like and it was good. Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was good. good. Like. Yeah, we'll we'll say this time and time again. We're big like Flanagan fanboys and stuff, and like we've talked about how like he's earned this blank check like for both of us, right? Yes, so, like, he did. He did text, but like to that point, I'm a big Flanagan fanboy, but I had doubts, man, because yeah. of, because of Blind Manor and because yes, of Hill House. Yes, I was like, "Where's your horror? Let me get some of your horror again." You, you gave me that in Ouija too. You gave me that in Hush, which, by the way, was his original take of a Michael Myers kind of story. Because yes. remember, we, we learned back then that like he didn't want to do Halloween because he did Hush. That was his. That was his story, which is fucking great. But that's a different thing. I think we talked about that in an episode. Um, but uh, go back and. And just go scroll through the archives. You can yeah, yeah. You, you well, can listen one by one until you find it. Um, yeah, you can talk about how we like. You can listen to how we gushed about it before. But uh, but, but yeah, still like. But totally still like, ha- I had a lot of doubt. I was like, yes. I hope this was good. And honestly, to be straight up transparent with you all, the first episode kind of had me a little worried. Yeah, go listen um, to that impressions yes, episode. Just we yes, did. Just it like had me a little worried ago. because yeah. I um I wasn't fully vested yet into the show. Um. It seemed very character-like, very kind of talky, yes. very fluffed out. I was like, where are we going with this? But I'm going to give I you had, a chance. I watched you know? that first episode twice because, yeah. like, we, we've talked – like, we definitely talked about this. But, like, we, you know, he makes you eat his – he makes you eat the vegetables. And yes. Like, but thankfully, the vegetables actually do lead to the steak. You know? Yes. Like- and thankfully, <laughs> the vegetables actually taste good. They were slow roasted with a little bit of, like, fucking honey on top of them, you know? Yeah. You got some nice Brussels sprouts in there. That you don't, <laughs> yeah, you know, at first it's tough to eat, but you're like, oh, this actually tastes pretty good. You know, yeah, you're scared to eat them because yeah. you're like, oh, Brussels sprouts smell a little weird. And you're like, no, but you know what? You you bite it. You're like, oh, shit, Flanagan, you know how to cook. Yeah. All right. So you get those vegetables and you, and you get a lot of fucking vegetables to the point where you're like, can I get some protein in here at one point? And yeah. then he's like, sure, why not? And he throws it at your face. 
think it's what, like episode three, three. that it yes. kicks in? Like, episode three. It, yeah. Episode three um, is when everything starts to unfold. And spoilers here, folks, if you've gotten this far already, um, it's it's a fucking vampire story. Dude, it's fucking vampires. It's a like, fucking vampire it's story. Fucking vampire. Yeah. yeah, and it's like at first you were like, "Where is this going? Is this going to like some supernatural stuff? Yeah, yeah, is this some kind of like so religious cult that, shit?" Right? Like, and then it yeah. just turns into a fucking vampire story. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like. Holy shit, like, this is exactly what I didn't expect and everything I actually wanted and needed from Flanagan at this point in time. Dude, I'm so happy it wasn't ghosts again, or, like, mind ghosts, or, like, you know, like, oh, I'm haunted by my, I'm haunted by the actions of my past. Like, that's all in there, but, like, it's, it's fucking vampires, dude. Like, this is, like, we're horror again. He's... He's going full, like, the other ones you can argue, like, oh, yeah, it's gothic romance or whatever. But no, like, this one, this one's horror, man. Yeah. Like, he, he did it. This Straight up. It. And also, um, what he did, too, um, was brilliant, which was, um, and you can tell, this was definitely um, well, well-researched and well-developed, was he took religion, he took the Bible, and th- the town itself was a very like, religious town, so he used scripture and psalm and like you know bible verses and he kind of contorted that to the message the vampiric message which um in retrospect you're like holy shit that's fucking brilliant like every little thing they kind of blamed on like like in the book of revelations there's a bunch of stuff that says like certain things will happen and the shit started to happen bit by bit but it just happened to be because of a fucking vampire you know what i mean um and yeah yeah. and and uh, um, one of the key things in, uh, of, the, of the whole thing was spread the word, right? Spread the yes. gospel. And it was just, yeah, you fucking spread this vampire blood everywhere. Go go bite and make more vampires. That was the whole point of the thing, which was like, wow. It was such a, a 30 days of night kind of thing, which I was like, this is awesome. I, I haven't seen such a good vampire story since 30 days of night, to be honest with you. You know what? I I'm trying to think right now off the top I of my know, head. I know. I'm like, I would say like... What was it? There was Daybreakers, which was all right, but like Blade, and even that, like Blade's Blade doesn't really count. And then no, that doesn't count. That was a that, that's a comic book. There was Let Me In, but that was kind of very kind of it was more on the drama side than anything no, else. I would, yeah, I would agree. Thirty Days a Night is like your vampire movie, and now you have a vampire. Because honestly, show. that's yeah. my favorite vampire movie is Thirty Days a Night. I think the way they're done is absolutely awesome. We'll do an episode of that. Some I, we have, yeah, we have done an oh, episode. Dude, on this. Go back, yeah, go go check out that episode. Oh, we but did like, one with Melissa George as well. We also talked about Melissa George and that. So yeah, um, but, yeah, it it, it 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 was such a well thought out like concept it was yeah. like what steve niles did with 30 days of night it's like yo how can i have this you know old traditional concept of a vampire and how can i amp this up and he's like oh this town of alaska the borough alaska there's yeah. no sun for like fucking six months or whatever it was and in midnight mass it's kind of the same idea yes where it's exactly like the small town but like let's it's not, twist not even it small with, town text a small isolated island yeah let's let's twist this with like religious aspects yeah and like you know the the vampire like mistaken for an angel you know and like there are so many like there's so many bible passages that are used to it's so great because like flanagan taps into that religious zealotry yeah like he twists it and makes it 
makes it evil, you know? Yeah. It makes it like he, because it's like, uh, stuff that would make sense to someone highly religious. It's like, oh, when, when humans saw angels for the first time, they yes. were scared. And, and I'm like, oh, and they like, feared oh, and everything. I'm like, wow, these guys are so smart. And, and listen, <laughs> I take it from me. All right. Like, I'm a former altar server and stuff like that. I was Catholic at one point and right. all that stuff. I went to church. So I know all this stuff. I studied all kinds of religion. This was awesome. Like, it was very awesome. It was a very – this is why I'm saying he did his fucking research, bro, because, like, the stuff he, he spoke about and how he connected everything was, you know, the shit that you learn in fucking theology classes and, and all – of all kinds of religions, you know? And it was it was brilliant. And I was like, wow, this guy fucking really found a way to, like, weave both together to the point where it became both, like – um, a vampire story and a cult story to a point um, because right. these people were just following this message blindly, you know, um, and they had no proof until the fucking quote unquote angel showed up, you know, and he was wearing the robes. Dude, that was like a- what a visual. By the and way, it, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool vampire design too. Yeah. like it's it's very basic. It's very like uh, it's very Nosferatu kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, it's old school, but like it works for this context. You know? Yeah, it, and like and then you get the robe on top of it. Yeah, it's, it's like it's, yeah, it, it's a very Bram Stoker take on vampire as well. Yes. Um Also, in terms of design, it it, it looks more of like um, a bat like creature than you know an actual human yeah and so, their only their only weakness is sunlight like that's yeah. the only yeah not weakness. like crosses and shit like that which is you know which is awesome um because i always made kind of fucking stupid sense uh, <laughs> but <laughs> you um, know what yeah like to me crucifix has always kind of made stupid sense to me. yeah exactly yeah, I, like, i'm like oh okay i get it because they're you know they're from they're evil you know yeah yeah but like <laughs> but, you know. but yeah but it is stupid um yes. but um but yeah and it, like and top down just like we were talking about squid game like top down like it's a well-placed cast like everyone does their job and everyone like, does their job to the fucking t bro let's yes. talk about that real quick there's a bunch of characters in this uh um in this um uh show that are just supporting characters a lot of supporting characters it's honestly i can say everyone's a supporting character yeah, it's like an ensemble you know? cast a big like, ensemble really, cast yeah. everyone has a, a chunk you know and one of my favorites was fucking bev beverly yeah, keen uh, right that was her name i think it was yes um and she's, um she's part of the flanagan universe already uh she was is she really i want to say she was in hush i want to say she was the neighbor I feel like oh my I feel God. like they, they like oh, did make up on her. Dude, you know what? Yeah, the cheekbones. I remember the cheekbones. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I think that's what it was. I remember seeing it like Netflix putting up one of those little comparisons. Oh, that's fucking of. great, dude. Um she died very well in that movie, so you oh, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but like, um but yeah, back to this one. She died very well in this one too. She <laughs> earned her fucking death. She Dude, like Beverly was such an evil character. Like I was if, if this wasn't a vampire story, you thought Beverly was like yeah, a cult Bev, leader or something. Yeah, you know what Bev I mean? Would have been like the the ulti- like she was she was the ultimate villain. You know, even even with a fucking vampire. In the e- show, even with the know? vampire, she was still the ultimate villain. She was the one who wanted to burn down everybody's fucking house. <laughs> God, it was and. And using Bible passages to support it. Like, yes. Oh, it's a great flood, but it's a flood <laughs> of fire. 
you know, yep. and the yes. recreation center is our arc, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, but you forgot there's a guy running around trying to burn your shit down, too. <laughs> yeah, Flanagan does so much of that during the show of, like, taking Bible passages, like we were just saying, of, like, taking Bible passages and supporting, like, these evil things. And it works, yeah. but that's why also I was concerned with the first episode, you know, because yes. because because there was a lot of that. I didn't know where he was headed with, you know what I mean? I'm like, yes. oh, what are you doing? It's like, it was, a, it was very heavy and religion off the bat but then you understand why like yeah again vegetables and like it pays off at the end with some awesome dessert you know what i mean yeah that's what i'm saying like we do have to like we do have to qualify that like we do have to qualify this and being like yo that first episode is a little tough but like you you do need to do it and like it pays off because there's so many little things in the dialogue too that come back around like in some big fucking ways too like like the dmt shit in the head that riley was talking about like yes dude yep of like the fucking what happens when you die and he's like oh you're you're brain gets flooded with fucking super drugs and like then you get like these super hard-hitting fucking scenes you know oh, like my god uh riley's death yeah oh my like, dude the end episode, of episode yeah, five was yeah, just the, like the uh, hardest thing to kind of overcome because because at that point subconsciously you didn't know how hard you felt for Riley's character. You know what I mean? Right. Because he was a dude who, like, he made a big, big mistake. You know, he killed somebody. He served his jail time for it and all that stuff. So he he did his kind of, quote-unquote, you can say redemption. Obviously, it's not, it's not, it doesn't equate to a life. You know what I mean? Right. But he was remorseful all throughout. And just like every night he went to sleep, he saw that image of that girl's face, which uh, which honestly, it's an awesome fucking horror visual because her face was shattered. I mean, um, uh, scattered with like um, shattered glass. Yeah. And the glass was a fucking reflecting the police light, the police sign. Yeah, all the time. so you would see the red and blue lights. Yeah, like, before. Yeah, like, like it's super. That was smart. always. Like, yeah, that was always yeah. an awesome visual. If there's one thing Flanagan knows, it's how to show ghosts. You know? <laughs> very true. That's very on brand for Flanagan, right? Yeah. At this point, right? Like if there's if there's one thing he knows, yeah. it's fucking ghosts. Um, and but- it works, man. It works all throughout. And um, with Riley's character, like I mentioned he made a mistake but then you can see him trying to redeem himself you can see him like oh this guy's he's not just an alcoholic or anything he's right. he's he's, act, he's an he's a good person who made a very big big mistake and that's you know why I mean? the shit would like i forget the guy's last name but joe that's why oh, the shit with uh, joe collie yeah that that's why the shit with joe collie even works like, yep. there's so many like that's tying into what you were saying about like uh like how basically the, all the cast gets something of their own the town is basically the main character you know what yes. i mean like like that's why the shit with joe collie works so well and so tragic you know because then you get the shit with riley and his mm. death is probably the best thing mike flanagan's ever done i like, agree 100 percent. i would yep. say that whole speech up until his death scene is probably yeah. the best thing he's ever done and then you get the reveal, which yeah, is very, him like... On, him on fire, you yeah, know, like... Oh, and you know what? It made me think of St. Maud. Remember St. Maud? Oh, yes. Like the, yeah, that's self revelation, right? <laughs> yes, but, like, remember in St. Maud how our biggest criticism was, like, I wish it was just a little bit longer. Yes. And so, and here you get it a little bit longer, and it's like, oh, like, yes. it really and then, sinks in. Yeah. And then it's the, like, the dual visuals of him you know finally like dead in his own version of paradise you can say seeing the girl he killed you know like 
finally normal now you know yeah that hit me hard too because i'm like oh shit he's dead now and then you go back to aaron she's screaming in fucking fear because she's looking at this guy fucking on fire because of the sun and that was the dude that was so heartbreaking because i understood what he was doing the minute he was in that boat right and and then like they were talking and he let the, the the oars go and stuff like that and then he said oh so I can't get away. I'm like, oh my god, he's pulling a third day's night. He's gonna yeah. fucking kill himself. Yeah. And then my wife was like, what? What's he doing? I'm like, just watch, just watch. I was like, oh my god, just watch. <laughs> right. So, so fucking. So that happened. And then um, Aaron, this awesome actress, Flanagan's wife. I forgot what her name is. I'm sorry, but um, she's great in this movie. I and, say Kate and, Siegel. Yes. I feel like that's what her name is. Yes, something like that. Yes. Um, this is her best role in terms of acting. She's definitely um uh has increased her experience throughout all these movies. Um, and this is her best role, and she just fucking sells it. She's like looking at this burning body in front of her, yeah, and, I, and, then, and I'm like, a fucking and, emotional wreck because I'm like, oh my god. And then her like death speech is great. Yeah. Oh, like, dude. Her yeah, and then like um the clipping of the bird's wing speech with her mom. Yeah. She clipped the vampire's wings, right? Yeah. That's what I mean. There's so many, like, little things. You have to pay attention to the dialogue. Yeah, That's dude. the thing. Like, yep. you have to sit there with it. Because, like a book, it all comes kind of comes back around it in really different ways. It really is like, like a book. You know what? Like, I would definitely like to read a Midnight Mass novel. Like, it, like I, yeah. you know? I dude, would like to, yeah. that'd be nice, man. But, yeah, because you're it, absolutely right. There's so many little things in dialogue that comes back around, like the, like the oh, how else is the word spared? Uh, how else is like how else is the the, the, the word, word spread? Yeah, how else is the word spread? And that's yeah. how it ends, like episode six or whatever. And I was like, yeah, yes. And I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna try and get off the island. <laughs> Yo, dude, that, that was so oh, dope. Yeah, how and else then, is the gospel spread? Yeah, there exactly. Yes. It was so dope. And then just the culmination of everything that scene in the church where they're all turning into vampires and killing yeah, the each actual other. like. For a show called Midnight Mass, it nails the actual Midnight Mass. Right? It, it like, nails the fucking mass to, yeah. to a fucking T, dude. That and then because again, it, it, he brings a different element of horror. Like it has that cult aspect to it when Bev is spreading around the the fucking poison, pretty much, yeah. right? And then you know you get the transformation because first they have to pretty much die with this poison, and then they have to become a vampire is, because over time, wild, yeah, which is wild because. Okay, so he was using the the vampire's blood w- with the church wine. He was giving the wine to everybody. This is how everyone became a vampire. Yeah, it's died. the fucking blood of Christ shit. Like, yeah, that's, dude, that's, again, such a the, – the blood of Christ and the body of Christ kind of shit. That's yeah. such a – again, it's such good shit, dude, in terms of like well-written context. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, it's uh, – so so fucking good that that mass scene and then just Pruitt realizing how he fucked up which Pruitt just wanted he did it off of the nookie come on the nookie Dude, so you can like, get that cookie and that guy too uh, I, I legitimately his, forgot his name but his like, name is Amish I, something dude I want to see him in more he shit he like, was absolutely fan like fucking right, if there's anyone who should stick around in flanagan's universe it's him right like, yes you like you found somebody here with this and guy. riley too from purge too so you know <laughs> so purge too finally became riley now so now yeah, that guy's like so, so now he, he will forever be riley instead of purge too yeah instead <laughs> so, of purge too so he, he, he definitely guy. leveled up yeah, <laughs> big time yeah. in my book dude like 
Yeah, but just, uh, Pruitt, man, Pruitt was fucking great, man. Like, yeah, he, like his <laughs> soft spokenness as a priest was like fucking on point he, in terms of like priest stuff. And then dude, yes. his intensity when he did when he, um when he's uh, uh, delivering his gospel, his sermon, whatever you want to yeah, call it. Flanagan gives him so many fucking monologues. Yes, it, it's like you need to be like that's the thing, like. You need to be a fucking good actor to nail so many fucking speeches, right? And like, then, to your point, on top of that, in terms of good acting, you never knew where he stood. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. you knew that some shit happened, but you didn't know that he was like, you know, that he had this crazy plan just to get back together with this woman that he loved, right? Yeah. And um, like again, that's some Bram Stoker shit. If you think about it, it's like, oh, like. I want this woman, you know, You're to be right. mine, to be, yeah. you know, like, I want to give you this mass in order for you to become young again with me so we can spend our lives together. But I didn't know it was going to turn out like this. You know what I mean? I didn't know it was going to be like this. And, like, just back to this character and this actor, like, he does such a good job with everything he's given that to the very end, you know, he seems like a very neutral character. Like, I don't know, like, I'm doing this for myself kind of thing, but I also wanted this to do good. But, you know, I know this is bad. But, like, you were still kind of on this side. Like, I don't know whether to hate this guy or not, you know? Yeah. He was then, so good. So good. Yeah, because then even at the end, he's like, oh, we were the wolves, you know? Yes. It's like, like, he truly understood, the like, the ramifications of what he, he actually yep, did. He realizes, know? yeah, because his daughter, the fucking doctor, apparently... <laughs> Which yeah. is also another good piece of writing there. His daughter um, was going to set the church on fire and he saw her and he's like, you know what? Good. You know, you're good. Do it. You know, just just do it. And then and she then, gets fucking shot. Like, it's... <sighs> that's what I'm saying. Like, it's Fucking just, Sturge. There's such a... Sturge is such a minion. Like, if there's... If there's one... Like, if there's one thing that, like, I want to point out before we close the convo... Um, it's probably the the idea of like the Muslim religion that gets thrown in here. Like I I don't know what to think of that aspect of it yet. You know I don't know what to th- like the sheriff. The sheriff is a good character. You know because yeah. like, he he and his son get wrapped up into this, and he hates that his son gets brought into this fucking you know shit, and it turns the- out for the worse. You know, yeah. but like but then it's like you know. There's so much like weird race, like it's racist yeah, on top of yeah, that. Yeah, you know? um, I'm not too sure. It's like I, 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 it's it's like we've spoken about this off air. I don't know, um, in terms of what year this happened because they bring up 9/11 through it and stuff like that. And if it's, I mean, honestly, like if it's a small town, if it's close to the the, the time of 9/11, that's the only time no, I can really say I, like, honest, like maybe want, that's like, why. But I don't. I don't have an excuse for it, honestly. Yeah, I think it's present day ish. Like that's that's the thing. Like it's, it seems, yeah, because they have cell phones and shit yeah, like it's, that. It's, they have smartphones and not flip phones. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's like small town racism shit. But which yeah, is, which but is it's fine. But also like, but you would think it would be a bit more toned down than it was. You know what I mean? Like yeah, with the it, Sharif stuff yeah, and it's the a little, it's a you know little unnecessary. Like I think that's what it is. Like yeah, the, the um, conflict the conflict of his religion like. And and pointing out the the weirder views of like the of the Christian religion, like that's fine. You know what I mean? Like I get the idea there, right? But then, yeah, like, because he wanted to show the like you know I don't want to get too into like theology or anything like that in this right. conversation. But like I think he was just trying to point out how you know the, the hypocrisy of stuff. Obviously, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, how it like, got twisted you know, for this evil shit, right? Yeah, like, just yeah. like he used this the scripture to twist, you know. Th- 
the vampiric message. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, uh, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't know how to properly excuse that or explain it. Um, yeah. I, I, I've been trying to figure out why it's, it was so blatant at first. I'm glad it was kind of just kept to Bev, you know, like towards the end because Bev is totally healed and you would expect that shit from her. But then like, um, but then yeah, you're right. You got a little bit too into it maybe, you know, like yeah. in, in terms of why he was there and all that stuff. This is why it was weird that he, he brought up that, that story from 9-11 because I don't know if that was close in the time that he, you know, that's, that's why it was, it, yeah, yeah, I got you. That it, It's super odd. I know that was also one of the, the big, you know, cons in this in in this thing it didn't really bring it down but it did pique your interest as to why that was there yeah i was like while we're talking about it it's like i did have to mention it before you know close it out because absolutely it nails everything else but like that keeps it from being like a perfect 10 you know it's like it's yeah like i'm still curious as to why specifically islam like i think you could have had you know just an atheist kind of sheriff there maybe do the same thing but i think he just kind of wanted to hammer down the whole religion thing by having you know another one on the island i don't know dude yeah Um, that's i mean yeah it stands out because you can tell a lot of research has been done on like the christian scripture but then you know in terms of the other religion he's trying to convey, it, it it's just it doesn't feel like there's enough present of that one either. I mean, honestly, though, to that uh, to defend that though, I did take um Islamic uh, a religion and theology in college, and he was pretty spot on with everything he did. This is why it's hard to def- uh, to kind of find an argument because the stuff he did show was super accurate. Um, it was super accurate. But again, it was a little bit heavy-handed in doing so because yeah. I, I wish he would have done it a bit more, like a bit more with subtlety. Instead of having a lot more people go along with it, I wish it was just Bev because it was on brand for her, you know. Okay. And then we would know that oh, it's just Bev being fucking racist, Bev. So it, it would have been cool if everyone just wasn't also like going yeah, with it, that's you know. What I'm saying. Like it's hard to like even the mayor to... was kind of like, you know, going with it. And I'm like, oh, you seem like a kind of a Flanders-ish kind of guy. Why don't you kind of back off a little bit off that? Yeah, it's it's like it's hard to feel for the town, you know, when it's like, yeah, when you that's, know that they're that's a bunch of racists. Right. You know what, Tex? You know what? That could be a good reason why he kind of did the way he did it just to kind of be like hey at the end of it all everyone's dead yeah maybe it's because he, he's killing off the town yeah oh. dude like you know what that's one of the only things i can think of that is kind of um a thought as to why he would blatantly just kind of be like hey listen you, you remember these people were racist before too right yeah <laughs> so um and and, and it, you know what also w- with that in mind we have to remember that Bev was saying that, that these people were chosen, that they were it was God's gift and all that stuff. So we have to also keep in mind that these are bad people getting this God's gift, which is like, you know, right. you're a vampire now. It's not really a gift. Now you're made, you're made even more bad right. <laughs> of a person. Um, but yeah, dude, fellas, ladies, children, everyone, cats and dogs. <laughs> anyone listening like just go watch midnight mass it's uh we can talk about this for a long time but we just prefer to tell you to go watch the show um it is hush go watch hush yeah go watch hush baby hush is fucking great if you're looking for something for halloween go watch hush go watch hush if you're looking for something for halloween to flanagan like just go watch um oculus oculus is dope 
I can listen um, to Yeah. Um, go watch Ouija 2. You know, it has a, it, it fucking reinvigorates the shit out of that story. But yeah, go watch Midnight Mass. Remember, it's a, it's a deep story. It's a lot to chew on. It's a lot of vegetables. So I hope you like your veggies when it comes to this stuff. Um, go watch Squid Game. Um, that's less vegetables, but it's more of a of a, a vegetables with your meat kind of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. The kind of right. story. Go enjoy those two, folks. There's a lot to, you know, to actually carry with those two shows and it should if you want to you know spread it out throughout october feel free but it's gonna be pretty hard to put those shows down i remember Tex; he was like oh i just finished watching um uh the penultimate episode of midnight mass he was like i think i'm gonna just let her breathe for a little bit and then i see yeah, a text then the I, next then morning he's like yo I, I saw the last episode man i'm like you see you couldn't you couldn't put it down yeah i ended up watching it at like two o'clock in the morning yeah it was worth it it was so good yeah. um but yes that ending was so good um bev got what she deserved that bitch um the whole town got what they deserved really and uh again it's uh just like squid game just to wrap up this whole conversation and our feature um and our feature presentation here both stories are crazy they're crazy wild stories but they have this human element to them that makes you connect with these characters and elicit some crazy emotion because of just how well written these stories are and these characters are this is why i highly recommend it if you don't have netflix now's a good time to get a subscription because it's definitely a pay for it on both aspects um, uh, yeah on both shows all right folks thank you once again for joining us on episode 84 of The Morgue, an official Court Feed podcast. Go check out our social feeds. I went to a concert last night, folks, first since the pandemic, and it was very awesome. It was the Up From the Sewer Tour from the Black Dahlia Murder. I saw After the Burial, Carnifex, A Rivers of Nihil, Undeath. It was a great fucking show at Irving Plaza. Everyone was vaccinated, everyone was safe. Great show, great music. Music is back in the city. I'm happy about that. Go check out the Instagram for that. There's a bunch of little clips over there. Go check out our Facebook. Go check out our Twitter. Thank you so much, Del Virus, for the artwork. Go check out his work on Instagram. He's an awesome tattooer. And go check out Gl- uh, Glenn Murawski's work on uh, on SoundCloud. He's uh, the man responsible for our awesome theme song. Thank you so much, Glenn. I appreciate that. And thank you so much, folks, for listening to us. We see you guys love the back catalog. Keep listening to all that stuff. We're here to bring you some good shit, especially the month of October. Stay tuned for some other goodness. We have Halloween Kills coming up One next week. We're Woo! Got we fucking we made it. it. We made it, folks. We and it. remember, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. <laughs>